We're going to move on to uh, a second book here in our word domination. This is a book that is called Face to Face with My Father's Killers. Um, it is written by an author, Liz McGregor. She's, she's also a journalist as well. Oh, it's not my father's killers, it's my father's killer, my apology. And it's really a memoir as the author is trying to understand what the relation, what the, I suppose, the journey is when her father is murdered in a small town. And Liz McGregor tries to understand the why of that and the um, strange interdependency that becomes involved between the killer and her father. Um, Liz, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having you, Michelle. Liz, you know, there's, there's so much about this book that, that, that struck me. Um, I'll start with, though, is you talk so much about this idea of the impact on both families, both that of the victim and also of the murderer, the perpetrator. And you do cover this very beautifully in a scene where you speak to a relative of um, the man who murdered or we allegedly murdered your father. I mean, that's also so unclear uh, ultimately for you as well. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, when I was first trying to, trying to arrange this meeting with him, um, I tracked down uh, uh, this uh, person who was actually his niece, but the same age as him, who grew up with him and knew him well. Yeah. And she agreed to meet me, which I thought was extremely brave. Yeah. And then I was just very touched by the fact that she was, the first thing she asked was, how is your family doing? And I just thought this empathy, just, it, it, just, it just actually made me weep because I, it was just the first time you know, we'd heard anything from the family acknowledging our pain. Um, and then in the end turned out to be the most healing moment, in fact, of my entire journey. You talk about this journey. I, I, you do talk about why you made the decisions to go the route you did, which was really to, as the title says, be, go face to face with your father's killer. Tell us a little bit about that, the poof, the the decision to do that, because that's not that's not an easy road to take. Um, yes, well, um, I felt that you know the trial. We were lucky that we had a trial, and only eleven percent of, of uh, murders end up in court in South Africa. I mean, end up with a conviction. Um, and the trial itself was very, very unclear because um, Cecil Thomas. Um, pleaded not guilty, so they had to put the case together very painstakingly. Um, and we, I felt as if we'd never, ever heard the true story. You know, he mm. claimed he was set up by the gangs. He was just, he was just a fall guy. Yeah. Um, so and the, the, the judge said he's just an incredible liar. He couldn't believe anything he told him. So, you know, I think partly as a journalist, I needed to get to the truth. And secondly, the whole incident, the murder and the trial, was so incredibly um, shocking and destabilizing. Mm. And, I mean, just looking at the recent crime stats that you know, have just come out, yes. 6,000 people were murdered in South Africa in the first three months of this year. I mean, this is, to me, is absolutely devastating. It's a war that's going on. Yeah. Um, and fact, just uh, coming, you know... Yeah. So the, the fact that our, you know, our, our family, what we experienced, is being experienced by, you know... 6,000 other families all over the country for the last, in the last three months. And 
the trauma of what we went through, the shock, the grief, the anger, the fear, is being experienced by those same 6,000 families. And this mm-hmm. happens year after year, day after day. So we really have a traumatized society by, you know, colonialism, apartheid. And this is just going on, you know. And given our experience, you're pretty much left in limbo by the authorities. You know, if, they, if you're lucky, you get someone shut away. And, but there's yeah. never any, well, in my, my sort of attempts to, to come to terms with it on a personal basis, to meet with a guy, were made so difficult um, yeah. That to me, that, that just doesn't, that doesn't happen. You know, they, they put away, they put in prison. As I say, if you're lucky, which are just are universities of crime because you know the gangs are so powerful. Um, so I just think this is we've got a massive problem here, and it is not being confronted. You talk about that massive problem, and you do raise it in the book. This idea of that we have this uh, high high-ended principle restorative justice in this country, which is a very different process to much other of justice, but that it will never, ever work if the system is a failure. And quite clearly in your book, the system is a failure in this particular process. Firstly, for our listeners, very briefly, what is restorative justice and and how does the system fail it? Uh, Restorative justice is a different way of looking um, at crime. So instead of conventionally, it's between um, it, it, it ends up being between the state and the the, the perpetrator. So the state um, has finds finds the person guilty or not, and then deals with it with their own way. And the family and the victim are completely sidelined. So the whole idea of restorative justice is that the victim is put to the fore, um, and they they have in their ideally they have some sort of um, conversation with the perpetrator, um, the perpetrator acknowledges what they have done, which is very healing for the victim, and then together they work out some sort of solution. Um, so this is basically what our country was founded upon, you know, the idea of Nelson Mandela, the TLC, and, it's just, and allegedly it's what our correctional services also system is based on, but it actually doesn't happen. So which is why the book is called Unforgiven, mm. because not only you know, um, if anyone who reads the book will realize that you know, I didn't get the outcome I sought. Yes. But also I think that's why South Africans, my father and I, to a certain extent, are unforgiven because we still haven't really excavated um, the past. I think the TRC was a start, but, you know, we still have this terrible racial, in, racially-based inequality. Um, you know, that sort of that, the, the, the racial disparities are still so fraught. You know, we still yeah. have a long way to go, I think. Liz, we have to close off, but I do want to ask you, and you've, you've mentioned it now. I, I was thinking as I finally read it that ultimately the results of your journey were perhaps not what you hoped to achieve. And I wonder how you feel about that. Well, Michelle, you know, I mean, even though it wasn't what I hoped to achieve, for me, just meeting the guy and humanizing him rather than being this sort of terrifying figure who's kind of brought fear and shock into our lives. I saw the man for what he was. Um, and that sort of shrunken for me, the shrunk, the sort of sort of monstrous proportions he'd, he'd achieved in my own sort of mind. You know, so that, that sort of, it brought me some sort of, I felt I'd done everything I could for my father in terms of excavating what, you yeah. know, what had happened, what had happened to him. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't just something I put aside. Yeah. Did you find in the uh, writing of the book 
Do, yeah, I wanted to know, know the, the actual writing of the book, did that act as a form of catharsis as well? It did. It did. I yeah. mean, it was incredibly painful. It took me four years and I kept having to stop because it was just too much. Too much. Um, yeah. But in the end, I'm glad I did it. It was cathartic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we appreciate you actually taking this time, those four years, because um, it is a great read, a fascinating read. And uh, it gives some really serious insights into uh, where we are as a country as well. So thank you very much for that. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks for having me. That's Liz McGregor. She has written a book called Face to Face with My Father's Killer, uh, published by Jonathan Ball. And that's it for the second hour. We are going into the news. Good morning.